There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without your essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. Man, I was just in Hawaii and I had my Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie with me. And here's the deal. We're in and out of the water all the time, getting in to go spearfishing, getting out, taking the kids to the beach. I'm not going to mess around all day putting sunscreen on and having to get washed off. I just run a hoodie. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Being prepared is all about having the right tools. The OnX off-road map and navigation app is the best fully functional GPS when you're out of service. Offline maps allow you to access all interactive land and trail data and custom map markups when you're out of service. Your phone's internal GPS gives you full navigation capabilities offline, so you'll always know where you are and how to get home safely. Go to onxmaps.com and use code MEATEATER to get 20% off your membership today. It's a Meat Eater Podcast. Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm your host, Spencer Newharth, and today we're joined by Giannis Putellis, Brody Henderson, Randall Williams, Christine Sawicki, Ryan Callahan, and Hillary Byrne. Now, Hillary, this is your first time on the show, so tell folks what you do here at Meat Eater. Nickname, Feel the Burn. <laughs> and Chester Floyd. Oh, and Chester. Chester, I'm sorry, you were a late addition to the show because we had someone else drop out. We're also joined by Chester Floyd, but now we're going to hear from Hillary about hey, what everyone. she does here at Meat Eater. Hi, everyone. Hillary here. Uh, I'm AKA the- Feel the Burn. <laughs> I am the director of post-production here at Meat Eater, so it's fun. <laughs> now, Hillary, I don't want to put any extra pressure on you, but you're like the most requested Meat Eater employee who had to be on the show. Giannis texted me about it a few weeks ago. He brought it up again this morning. He says, hey, when is Hillary going to play? I also got an Instagram DM from your neighbor saying, why hasn't Hillary been on the show now? <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> well, um, that is because I know I will not be very good at this. You don't think so? <laughs> Come on, crush it. <laughs> All right. Now, Hillary, this is a 10-round quiz show with questions from Meat Eater's four verticals, which are hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking. And there is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the conservation organization of the winner's choosing. And for the stat of the week this week, we're looking at the number 600. Giannis, do you know why the number 600 might be significant? Not at all. 600 is the number of questions that the suits here at Meat Eater asked me to make for the Meat Eater trivia board game. And I said, suits, I don't think that's enough. So I didn't make 600. I didn't make 700. I made 800 questions for the Meat Eater trivia board game. Wow. That's right. 
Going the extra mile, Spencer. Extra mile. Listen, and I was actually going to go up to a thousand questions, but the factory finally stepped in and told me they couldn't fit another card in the box. So we settled at 800, get a bigger and box. that's what you'll get when the board game comes out this fall. So that would be 80 games? 80 games. We have uh, seven, 750 are regular questions and 50 are tiebreaker questions. So it could support 75 games uh, with 50 of those going to a tiebreaker. Are any of the questions in the board game ones that, um, like you're asking us now before some, the board game yes, comes out? Some we... of them have been on the show and some of them are brand new. And here's my vow to people who buy the game. I will not use any of the brand new questions on the show ever. So when you buy this and you get these hundreds of questions that you've never heard before on the show, they will stay in there. That's just for you. As for those questions that have been on the show, uh, you know, we've learned, Chester, doing this zero percenter question of the week, that people don't retain a lot of this information after the show is over. So I think they'll find it even fun uh, to hear some of those again. Yeah. I think it's a good mix. That's a good strategy, Spencer. Thank you. Now, here is our zero percenter question of the week, which tests how much our players have retained from previous games. This question was from episode 370. The topic was woodsmanship, and nobody got it right. What is the phenomenon related to hypothermia victims in which bodies are found either partially or completely Paradoxal undressed? undressing. Now, Brody, why didn't you have that answer the day we played? Because it was just like, I knew it, but it was not breaking through the wall. It came to you so cleanly today, yeah. but not last time. Now, the correct answer I'll again- I'll never forget it again. Was paradoxical undressing. The incorrect answers given were tripping, hysteria, tripping. and hyper hot. <laughs> <laughs> tripping. Interesting uh, stat for you, too. The Montana hunt safety video that they still play that involves paradoxical undressing. It's a fly fishing guy going they used up. To, they'd falls. find people and think they were victims of sexual abuse. They couldn't figure it out. You know, they not find as naked. much of a fun fact yeah. from Brody. <laughs> I'm just telling you, like they, they didn't know what it was. There was a time when they didn't know what was going on. Now, Cal, well, you said they still play this video. Is it the one you think you watched when you were like 11 years old? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I met the dude who's in it and wow. it was, I think a university of Montana uh, project like collaboration with with FWP, but I think that video is like in a lot of curriculum still. But it's I think somebody's fly fishing up and they fall in, they fill their waders, and it's like a nice spring summer ish day. And the more they walk, the more they get disoriented, and hijinks ensue. So when you watch that video in Hunter Safety, know that Cal watched the same one. That's right. Now for the housekeeping portion Impactful. of today's show, I'm going to throw it to Phil, who has a PSA for us about show glitches. Phil, we sometimes get feedback from people saying the show skipped or cut off a few minutes early, and it doesn't seem to be limited to just meat eater trivia or just one platform. Yeah. So I think this kind of started happening when we switched to a different ad sort of process and production called dynamic ad insertion which is something that a lot of podcasts use these days where you'll the ads will update and refresh based on your location or how many times a certain ad has played or what the network thinks you might be interested in. And because of that, the, the file that we put online is constantly being, there's different ads being plugged in and taken out and removed. So when you're listening to a podcast and it skips ahead 15 seconds or skips back 20 seconds and you're thinking, oh, must be you, you send me or Spencer an angry DM saying get your shit together. Mm -hmm. Mad at uh, Phil, mad at yeah. uh, Hayden. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, 
that's just because I think the file will sometimes just change in the middle and it'll change the, the length of the file and your player doesn't really know how to react to that. So it just kind of jumps around. The way to fix that is to, ju- is to download the file. So if you're, if you're just a kind of person who just hits the play button on your podcast player um, and listens to it without downloading the file onto your phone's hard drive, that'll open it up to maybe skipping around. But if you just download the file, every podcast player has an option to download it. That audio file is baked onto your phone or your computer hard drive or whatever and can't change, and it won't skip around anymore. So so you're saying user error. If you hit play, <laughs> you're signing up for convenience, not quality. That, that's right. Thank you, Cal. And we've tested this on a number of phones. It seems to always uh, fix the problem. Now, the iHeart download icon is a cloud with a down arrow. The Spotify download icon is a circle with a down arrow. For iTunes, you hit the three little buttons that trigger a drop-down menu, and then the first result is a download episode. Should solve any show glitch problems. Now, the Shelby Index for today's round is a four, so our winner should get eight correct answers. And with that, we're on to the game of trivia. Play the drop, Phil. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? You stand to win everything. Game on, suckers! Question one. The topic is hunting. Which of these states killed the most whitetails between 2014 and 2018? Is it Missouri? Illinois, Oklahoma, or Nebraska? Which of these states killed the most whitetails between 2014 and 2018? Your four choices are Missouri, Illinois, Oklahoma, and Nebraska. Yanni, how many of those places? Four choices. Missouri, Illinois, Oklahoma, Nebraska. How many of those places have you hunted deer, Yanni? I've hunted deer in one of those places, Nebraska. Missouri, Illinois, Oklahoma, Nebraska. Does everybody have an answer? No. Does everybody else have one? Who's doing artwork on the back of these things? Mm, It's a a mix of a lot of folks. Uh, My wife and I did a lot. Uh, We had... Um, Hayden, little arts and crafts time. I, I did. Took them home at the new hearth home. Mm-hmm. Took them home. Got not sober, and then we doodled <laughs> on the back for an evening. Nice. That's awesome. Who so, did the pizza? Uh, that That's would really be my wife. Wow. Shelby, good and that, job. And that artwork, Cal, uh, you're going to see that artwork in Meat Eater Trivia board game. Uh, the game comes with seven whiteboards, and we wanted them to look like they came straight from the Meat Eater studio. So our graphics guy, Hunter Spencer, pulled these graphics literally from the back of our whiteboards that we play on, and they're on now on the back of the whiteboards that you'll get in the board game. God, is this board game going to be available anywhere? <laughs> How can I purchase it? Yeah, uh, Meat Eaters Store coming this fall. There'll Giannis, be a lot are of we ready? Suck it, Brodies yes. on there. <laughs> Go ahead and reveal your answer. We have Christine saying Illinois, Chester saying Illinois, Brody saying Missouri, Hillary saying Nebraska, Cal saying Missouri, Randall saying Illinois. Giannis saying Illinois. I feel like they're all good answers. The so correct answer is Missouri. Brody got it right. Cal so got it Cal. right. 
At sixth in the nation, Missouri is the only state from that list that's in the top 10 for whitetail harvest. The five ahead of Missouri are Texas, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. Those other three states, Illinois, Oklahoma, and Nebraska, are places you can watch the Element Crew chase whitetails on their new show, Buck Truck. New episodes are on Meat Eater's YouTube channel right now. We got to talk about what's going on here right now. Like, I feel Randall Williams in yes. this like, downward spiral. I was just going to say it. <laughs> and he just... he. He's, oh. he's been such a consistent winner. Mm-hmm. He's got one loss here, yeah. and it's crushing him. Yeah. I wish it's you could see his him. face. It's not good energy yeah. right now. <laughs> Randall started off the last game five for five, and then I think he ended, how many did you have right? Seven at the Eight. end? Eight. Yeah. Couldn't quite pull it off. But Starts not good off enough. cold here. I mean, I... He, he had such a disappointed look on his face after that last question. I smiled at him, and there was <laughs> no... As Any we sort know, of emotion back. As, as the stats prove, mm-hmm. it's hard to recover from that. Although it's an important get, question. Yeah, from it's that an first important one. question. It's been done, though. It's been done. I'm sure it's Very been done. recently yeah. by... Yours truly? Yours truly. Question two. The topic is conservation. This next great question comes to us via Adele Tabor. Adele asked for a shout-out to the Mississippi State Wildlife Society Club. They won the Southeastern Conclave this year, so big congrats to them. Here is Adele's question. What does CRP stand for? What does CRP stand for? Looks like Randall and Brody and Giannis are going to get this one right. Brody looks confident. Chester looks like he has a chance. Are there hints in this game? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's an acronym. <laughs> okay, thank you. So just sound it ah, up. okay. Yeah, the topic is <laughs> conservation. This came to us via a Mississippi State Wildlife Society Club member, if that helps you at all. Uh, what does CRP stand for? Chester, Dude. your family is probably... I know probably... that we have CRP. I can't say anything more. Someone's going to get it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hillary, how you doing over there? I got something. You have a chance? Okay. <laughs> Chester, are you good? No, I'm 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 so upset. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I saw you this upset was when we had the Stop Aquatic Hitchhikers yeah. acronym. Um that I think really tore you up, Chester. Uh we were looking for clean drain this dry. Is not right. You were quite bummed. Yeah. Uh I, <laughs> <laughs> I what are you doing? Christine, are you ready? Yep. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Christine without an answer. Chester saying conservation restoration project. Brody saying conservation reserve program. Hillary saying conservation research program. Very Ryan close, saying conservation reserve program. Randall saying conservation reserve program. Giannis saying the same thing. They got it right. The correct answer is Conservation Reserve Program. Congress introduced CRP in 1985 when it passed the Farm Bill. It was created because of concerns about decreased wildlife habitat and increased soil erosion. There are about 20 million acres enrolled in CRP, making it one of the largest private land conservation programs in America. Doesn't that number, including some of Chester's family's doesn't property, doesn't that number <laughs> fluctuate very? It does, and I I think they keep the cap, like right now it's around 30 million, and they're not at their cap. Uh, In the early days, the cap was like 40 million, and they never hit it. But it it has a lot to do with, like, 
enrollment. Enrollment yeah. and doesn't like grain prices and things like I think that. Crop oh, prices yeah. are a big yeah. part. Yeah, commodities are are a big deal, right? Because folks are trying to um, get cash out of the ground, mm-hmm. and as those commodities swing, it becomes more tempting to swing into like a corn or a grain or or yeah. whatever. But the CRP program, which is redundant, CRP, uh, is in the farm bill. Another great example as to why the farm bill matters to you, hunters. Question three. The topic is cooking. Bon Appetit defines this liquid as what you get when you simmer bones that still have meat on them in water. Again, the topic is cooking. Bon Appetit defines this liquid as what you get when you simmer bones that still have meat on them in water. For the first time ever, I was asked this question just last week. Weird. Yeah. Did you get it right? Uh, I didn't care. Okay. So I didn't pay (laughs) attention at all. (laughs) So you don't think it's even going to help you here? No, not at all. Again, Bon Appetit defines this liquid as what you get when you simmer bones that still have meat on them in water. Is anybody confident in their answer? I'm leaving mine the way it is. Most folks look like they have a shot, but nobody's like, yep, I got this one. Literally. So what's the difference? I'm like, uh, <laughs> You're helping some folks out. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, it's just a game. That's right. You know? Yanni, how are we doing over not here? Not for Randall. It's not just a game. I've had a catastrophic eraser failure over here. Here's the deal. Conservation always wins, so I'm a happy camper in this room. <laughs> Yanni, how we doing? Not great. I think we're uh, kind of waiting on ideas. you. i got some ideas. Am I running out of time? Well, it looks like we're waiting on you. Answer? I think it's all right to go a little longer oh. now and then. I got no, Brody's man. ahead by one. I'm trying, I need well, this a, is question three. I need so. a good. I feel like everyone good. needs a little extra time now and then. Brody, okay. you're being a nice guy today. Well, you know, <laughs> son of a buck. All right, now he's running out of time. Spencer. All right, sir, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Ooh, Christine one, saying bone broth. Chester saying bone broth. Brody saying consomme. Hillary saying stock. Ryan saying bone broth. Randall saying broth. Yanni saying aju. The correct answer is broth. If you said bone broth, uh, we'll give it to you wow. as well. Wow. could have that. What's the difference I between for sure I, I would had be a that fancy wrong. name from the a fancy restaurant? The key difference right? between a stock it's and a broth is that stock is made with bones while broth is made with bones and meat. Both can include other ingredients like veggies, mushrooms, and herbs and spices, but a broth is the only one that has meat in it. They say that for most recipes that call for stock or broth, the two are interchangeable. Here's why this is bullshit, Bon Appetit. Where do you go to find completely meatless bones? It's tough. If you wanted to argue that, uh, there's not an argument. Where do you go? (laughs) Name one place. Both of those. I want completely meatless bones. Uh, Shave it all off. So broth has have your dog shoot on them for half a day. Meatless. Question four, the topic is fishing. This is our listener question of the week, which was won by Don Hansberger for sending this great question. Don is going to win a book signed by Steve. 
This was declared America's founding fish because it fed George Washington's army while they were camped on a Delaware River tributary. I already have a problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this was declared America's founding fish because it fed George Washington's army while they were camped on a Delaware River tributary. I know exactly For, what this is. Totally, to be specific, totally. if you think the answer is black go. lab, you could just say Labrador. It's not a fish. I, I don't. That's a hint. <laughs> so. I, this was declared America's founding fish because it yeah. fed George Washington's army while they were camped on a Delaware River tributary. Do you still have a problem with I, this now question? Now I have even more. Oh, really? Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. I can see the fire in his eyes. This might be Spencer's last game, folks. <laughs> the last time we had a big fallout was the Marlin sailfish. Uh, yep, answer. thinking that Marlin. kind of direction. Just keep, the, the right direction. just keep the okay. fish questions coming. Does everybody have an answer? Yeah. I like to just leave them all on there and then cross out your previous Go thought. ahead and reveal your answer. We have Christine saying catfish, Chester saying shad, Brody saying shad, Hillary saying perch. Ryan saying shad, Randall saying shad, Giannis saying shad. They got it. The correct answer is shad. There's, There's a, a very specific type of shad that fed his army, mister. So uh, American, American shad, shad is what they say. But if you read some accounts, they'll all say that that's also when hickory shad would have been running the mm -hmm. river. Um, so the, the, when they call something... They weren't eating gizzard shad. When they call something America's nope. founding fish, they're talking about... American shad, but as for the shad run that happened, some say there were probably hickory shad okay. there as well. All right, then. Washington's army was camped at Valley Forge in the winter of 1778 during a food shortage. Soldiers would often go days without eating, leaving the army on the brink of starvation. But that all changed when shad started migrating up the Delaware River in biblical proportions. According to legend, the soldiers netted thousands of pounds of shad, which got them through their winter famine. Excavated shad bones at Valley Forge. Really? Camp. Yep. That's fun. They got a lot of those, those shad. <laughs> yeah, a lot of bones. Question five. The topic is woodsmanship. Name one of the three states with the most fatal snake bites since the year 2000. Name one of the three states with the most fatal snake bites since the year 2000. Fatal. Wow. Room is slow to answer this one. Look torn. Again, topic is woodsmanship. Name one of the three states with the most fatal snake bites since the year 2000. Hillary with the quickest answer. Hillary, are you going to get this how one many, right? One out of how many? Did you say? Three. One out of three states since yeah, and the there's year only 2000. 48 states in contention, so. Do they, uh, probably can't answer this, humans or, or like, or it's like dog Yeah, fatalities. it's humans. It's not, uh, yeah. Not cottontail rabbits. Would that change your answer? <laughs> no. I'm just uh, curious. Kangaroo rats. How do you feel about your answer, Chester? You have a chance? Uh, yeah, I probably have a chance. It's a guess, but... Cal, are you satisfied with your answer? No, I'm not playing math. Christine, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and reveal your answer. We have Christine saying Texas. Chester saying Florida. 
Brody Ooh, saying like Arizona. Hillary saying New Mexico. That's a bad guess. Cal saying Texas. <laughs> Randall <laughs> saying Texas. Giannis saying here. Texas. The three states are Georgia, Texas, and Florida. Wow. <laughs> Chester. Georgia is first in America with Georgia six fatal list. snake bites in the last 23 years. That's followed by Texas with five and Florida with four. Ooh. Kentucky actually led the nation in fatal snake bites in the 1990s with three such events. In each instance, the victim was handling the snake during a religious service. Oh, Melinda mm. Brown was killed That's by a rattlesnake during a that. snake handling service in 1995. Her husband, John Wayne Brown died the same exact way three years later. Man, I feel like when you're talking right? about single digits, that's mm-hmm. so low. Yeah, I know. That's not really that yeah. significant, no matter what state it is. Just goes to show you. If well, you now get keep bit, in mind this is reported. Yeah, right. I would claim right. a lot of reported. unreported in New Mexico. Bill, we are halfway <laughs> through the game of trivia. Give us a scoreboard update. But it's like the, one of the least populated states. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Feel the burn. We've got Hillary with zero points in last place, right in the caboose. We've got Christine coming up next with two points. Giannis, Chester, and Brody all have three points. Randall has four. Ryan Callahan is in first place with a perfect game. Wow. Five points. Wow. Okay. It's happened last game, too. Pay attention here because this is a hell of a good service. It's called the Wellness Company. Picture this, okay? You wake up, you got a scratchy throat, you're all congested, you got a runny nose, you got a cough, whatever. And you weigh your options like you tough it out, get sick, take time off work, try to get a doctor's appointment sometime in the next few months, wait two hours at urgent care and sit in a room full of six sick folks, or you open your medical emergency kit. You match your symptoms to the doctor-recommended prescription, and you start on the right meds right away. These medical emergency kits, not a first aid kit, all right? It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. So, on hand, strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in there. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door. Get 15% off at twc.health slash meat eater. But you got to use the promo code meat eater. That's promo code meat eater. Okay. At twc.health slash meat eater. I want to tell you about an American-made success story and Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. Black Buffalo is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but keep the ritual with flavors dippers love. Mint, straight, and wintergreen, all proudly made right here in the USA. Tell them, Chili. The reason I like black buffalo pouches is, one, they're very discreet. And what I mean by that is I can throw one in and almost forget it's there. And I prefer the mint pouches. So if you're 21 or older, 
consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online. They ship directly to most states or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Hey everybody, I'm talking here about Montana Knife Company from our very own state of Montana. This company was founded by one of the most experienced master bladesmiths in the world, Josh Smith, who over recent months I've become friends with. And my God, have I learned a lot about knives from this guy. Just a phenomenal hometown company that makes world-renowned knives. Josh has been making knives for 30 years. You get one of these knives up and open it, it is sharp like something that came from outer space. And here's the deal. They make knives that can be sharpened. You can work on these knives. If you don't want to work on them, you send it to them and they'll work on it. They'll get it sharp. Phenomenal hunting knives. If you want to see them in action, we just did, uh, me and uh, John Hayes, the taxidermist, just did a video about how to properly skin a black bear. Um, Watch that video. And in that video, you'll see Montana Knife Company knives in action. MKC products usually sell out in minutes of being released, which is true. But now for the first time, they're dabbling with having knives in stock on their site. So right now you can grab yourself a Blackfoot 2.0 or the Ultralight Speed Goat. Use code MEATEATER and you get 10% off your first order. Montana Knife Company, working knives for working people, 10% off with the code MEATEATER. That's a good deal. Question six, the topic is public lands. This next great question comes to us via Nathan Ron. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. What federal agency manages national seashores and national lakeshores? What federal agency manages national seashores and national lakeshores? Brody with the quickest answer in the room. Brody, are you confident? Kind of, yeah. You just had a gut feeling. Yeah. Didn't know it, though. Uh, Again, what federal agency manages national seashores and national lakeshores? Randall, you also had a quick answer. Do you think you have this one? I have it two in mind. Mm. Has anybody visited a national seashore or national lakeshore have, that they're aware yeah. of? I think there's one on Padre Island in Texas. I think that's going to help you. Mm, it's not going to change my answer. Uh, <clears throat> isn't Chincoteague Island? Is that one? Yanni, how's that? That's a hard one to here? spell. <laughs> there's a lot of wild horses there. You're going to have a good guess. Does everybody Once have an answer? Year. No, I do not. Um, you know that Chester, line, uh, if wishes were ponies, agency. we'd have a lot of dog food. <sighs> Say that again, Cal. If wishes were ponies, we'd have a lot of dog food. Do we not have a lot of dog food? Well, it's... We'd have more. We would have more. Okay. Chester, how we doing? Uh, not good. Christine? 
I'm terrible ready. there, Cal. Terrible. <laughs> Are we ready? I have a. <laughs> What's terrible is unregulated uh, wild horses. Destroyed. <laughs> I, <laughs> destroy I agree with you. Hillary, how we doing? I'm good. I just, there's, I don't know. Maybe. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Christine saying DNR, Chester saying Department of Natural Resources, Brody saying National Park Service. Hillary saying National Park Service. Cal saying B O R. Randall saying National Park Service. Giannis saying B L M. The correct answer is National Park Service. Yeah. Throws Cal's perfect game out the window. The National Seashore System was established in the 1930s, and the National Lakeshore System became an extension of that in the 1960s. There are 10 national seashores and four national lakeshores. The goal of these areas is to create places for public recreation and protect them from development. Question 7. The topic is wildlife. This is a visual question. If you want to see what the room is seeing, then go to Instagram and check out at Spencer Newharth. I'll make it my most recent post. Now I'm going to show the room a 30 second clip that was used to promote a 1996 documentary. Here's the prompt. The suit this man is wearing was designed to withstand an attack from what animal? To prove his theory that the suit does in fact work, Hurt UBs risked his life and put it through test after test. First, he shot the suit with a 12-gauge shotgun. Then he launched a 300-pound log dead center towards his chest. Is that dedication or is he simply nuts? And if that's not crazy enough, he had a three-ton truck ram right into him at a speed of 30 miles per hour. Oh my God. Well, he was having so much fun, he decided to toss himself down a ravine. All this without a scratch. Oh, that's great. Oh my gosh, dude, that had to hurt. For sure. But he's alive. Wait till you hear the little follow-up. Yep. It's very interesting. Again, the prompt here Pretty is, fun. the suit this man is wearing was designed to withstand an attack from what animal? Yanni, you know this one? Yes. Randall, you know this one. Cal, you know this one. No? Yes, sir. Okay. Brody, you know this one? Who has seen this documentary? Randall, Cal, and Brody. Okay. Is everybody ready? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Christine saying grizzly, Chester saying grizzly, Brody saying grizzly, grizzly, grizzly. Everybody said grizzly bear and everybody got it right. Well done. I had no idea, but... That man was Troy Hurtubis, and he was filming the documentary Project Grizzly. His goal was to make a grizzly-proof suit, which he modeled after RoboCop and spent $150,000 building. Hurtubis doesn't test it on a bear in the film, but did get a chance five years later when he locked himself in a cage with a grizzly. The bear was actually too scared to attack, bringing him to the conclusion that the suit needed to look more human. Well, didn't he try to get yeah, attacked yeah, by a bear, he, but he, he wasn't mobile story. enough to get into places where bears were? Yeah, so I think his, uh, his biggest issue was they went to the Rockies in October to try to find a bear to attack him, and they never found a bear. So and and wasn't, happened. am I correct in 
wasn't his inspiration for building the suit the fact that he had gotten attacked by a bear? It was that he, he wanted to study them. He wanted to study them up close, and so that was the whole deal with the suit. And then he, he couldn't get one to attack. Couldn't get one to attack. But he had him. one scary night in a tent that's mm-hmm. written about in Night of the Grizzly, where yep. he has a twenty-two on him right. and he fills his tent full of twenty-two holes or perforates yeah. his tent rather. And Who I think hasn't like, done that? the point, of, the whole point <laughs> of the documentary thing is like. He thought, I think he believed that this was a very serious documentary yes. that was being yeah. made about yeah. him. Yeah. And I don't think the people who were filming it felt the same way. No, he was, he was very upset uh, that he was made to look like the silly Canadian who built the RoboCop right. soup to, to get attacked. Uh, but like that was say, like abstinence. Just don't go outside. <laughs> <laughs> that was his whole shtick as an inventor. Like he wanted to invent a suit that he begged them to drop him in the middle of Afghanistan during the war, and was like, "Just let let me do it. Like I'll, I, it's uh, my ass is on the line, and I want to prove to you how uh, you know warproof this suit is that he built." Uh, and I think he went bankrupt multiple times with these crazy inventions. Sounds fun though. Question eight. <laughs> The topic is biology. This next great question comes to us via Kelsey Blaha. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. It'd be fun to drive that truck. (laughs) (laughs) What? That'd be scarier. That's your takeaway from that? (laughs) (laughs) What continent is the Venus flytrap native to? Again, the topic is biology. What continent is the Venus flytrap native to? Randall, you look the most confident, but not even very confident. Are you going to get this one right? How many are there to choose from? (laughs) Siete. Still seven. Okay. Again, what continent is the Venus flytrap native to? My mom bought me one of these when I was a kid. How'd that go? And I think we were in Billings at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're sweet, man. They're super cool. Brody, how we doing? I haven't written anything down yet. This is question eight. We will get a scoreboard update from Phil after this. Is everybody ready? Go ahead and reveal your answer. We have Christine saying South America. Chester saying South America. Brody saying South America. Hillary saying South America. Cal and Randall saying South America. Giannis saying North America. Because we have pitcher plants and fly traps in Florida, correct? The correct answer is North America. Wow. Yeah. Woo. Wow. Most don't realize that the exotic-looking Venus flytrap is actually native to North America. Although they're cultivated around the world, their native range is just a small area in North and South Carolina. The plants are heavily protected, and in 2014, it became a felony to poach them. Their populations have been in decline due to habitat loss and fire suppression. So for some reason, once I thought again, they were that North Carolina connection comes through. So you me. knew that one for certain. I've seen them in the wild. And really? And so I just thought that probably I was right. It's amazing. Yeah. I love that they're native to Do you North still have America. all your fingers? Mm-hmm. Phil, we have two questions left. Where does the scoreboard stand? It's a pretty good game. I think, okay, so Hillary and Christine are the only two who are technically out. Oh. But please continue to play. Then we have Chester with four points, 
Brody and Giannis with five. And Cal and Randall are tied up with six points in okay. first place. Mm. How two, many questions are left? Two questions left. Uh, Question nine. It's going to take a big swing here. The topic yeah. is cooking. Southern Living declared this the official sandwich of Louisiana, which can be made with red meat, white meat, or seafood. That ain't going to change anything. Southern Living declared this the official sandwich of Louisiana, which can be made with red meat, white meat, or seafood. Hillary, Yanni, if you Yanni beat Christine, are you going to an uh, say yet. a feel the burn? <laughs> I already have, Flaxover. <laughs> Confident room, except for Yanni and Christine. My track coach called me burner. Really? Mm-hmm. Sweet. <laughs> That's great. Different connotations as you get older. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Especially depending on the circle. where marijuana is legal. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yanni, how we doing over here? I'm going to go with my gut. Everybody ready? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Christine without an answer. The rest of the room said po' boy, and they got it right. The correct answer was po' boy. The po' boy sandwich was invented in Louisiana in the 1920s. The original version was made with fried potatoes and sliced roast beef, but other iterations use chicken, shrimp, oysters, and more. Crawfish. If you want to learn how to make one, then go to TheMeatEater.com and check out our recipe called Catfish Po' Boy. Phil, how are we doing on the scores? <laughs> Thank you, Cal. You going to take that, Spencer? I'm perfectly happy with it. All right. Uh, well, now it's Randall and Cal still in first place with seven points, and Giannis and Brody have six. Oh, so we're still playing. We Barn still playing. Kind of still in the game. Good chance they at both a missed. tiebreaker. Question 10. The topic is conservation. Oh. Game wardens from two states are the focus of Animal Planet's show Northwoods Law. Name one of those states. That ain't going to change anything. Game wardens <laughs> from two states are the focus of Animal Planet's show, Northwoods Law. Name one of those states. Brody, you're very confident in your answer. Have you seen this show? No, but I, I'm like, you, you're just going. <laughs> you're just going by Northwoods. The category is television. Conservation. Television. Same thing. <laughs> Randall, do well, you have I this one right? I understand why you're so confident. Yes, I think so. Cal, like, do you have this like one no-brainer. right? I have no idea. I've never never seen the show, but I do. I am aware of several states where these shows have been filmed. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell me the articles. question again. Here's the question again. <laughs> Game wardens from two states are the focus of Animal Planet's show, Northwoods Law. Name one of those states. Randall has seen several films on the subject. <laughs> I know what episodes. I know what episodes of Northwoods Law. I know what it so used you've to watched be. the show, Randall. It's the same. Yeah, not. I mean, not recently. It's not a favorite. Yanni, how do you feel about your answers? Producers. Educated guess, Spencer. Is everybody yeah. ready? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Christine saying Texas, Chester saying Montana. Brody saying Maine, Hillary saying Montana, Cal saying Maine, Randall saying Maine, Giannis saying Maine. The two states are New Hampshire and Maine, which means we're going to a tiebreaker. Cal and Randall are tied at eight points apiece. 
So they used, to, they used to have it with a lot of Montana game wardens. Well, no, that's a different show. That's on the Outdoor Network. I believe it's uh, called Wardens, uh, which is in Montana. Yeah, and then there's uh, Troopers up in Alaska, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it's it like Alaska Scott? State Troopers. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's, that's beyond the scope of just hunting and fishing violations. But yeah, it's a uh, similar concept. They like their method. When I went out show. to uh, Shiloh Pond for our land access initiative, I met with a warden out there who was featured on mm. Uh, Northwoods Law. Or Were you featured on the show? <laughs> no, you can only <laughs> see my hands and my back. <laughs> Northwoods Law started in 2012 and completed its 16th season in 2021. The beginning of the series focuses on Maine, while the latter half is shot in New Hampshire. It also inspired a spinoff show called Lone Star Law, which was filmed in Texas from 2016 to 2020. I wonder, do those fish and game departments get compensated for doing those shows? Like, you'd think they would have to. I bet. I I think they would have to somehow, some way. Yeah. We're on to our tiebreaker. Play the tiebreaker drop, Phil. Tiebreaker. If you ain't first, you're last. I think just cut it at, if you ain't first, you're last, and then, like, go into other stuff that's funny. I never liked it. Hey, Phil, f*** off, man. Are we, uh, did the communist rule get tossed out? So here's what we uh, determined we're going to do. Everyone in the room should still play along. And if somebody hits it right on the nose, we will add an extra $100 donation at the end of the show. Here's the question yeah, again. Why would you not play? We're down to Cal and Randall. The topic is fishing. This will be a numerical question. Whoever is closest between the two will be declared the winner. I've gotten 0%. Of name this fishing lure questions. <laughs> what percentage of IGFA records have been caught by women? Who? What percentage multiple choice, of right? IGFA records have been caught by women? Decimal point? Go to a decimal point. <clears throat> what percentage of IGFA records have been caught by women? Again, we're down to Cal. And Randall, the rest of the room is going to play along to see if we can add an extra hundred dollars to this donation. Boy, this is a real one uh, decimal, real PR issue right here. Public relations issue. (laughs) What's what's the problem, Cal? Well, I mean, I'm gonna be like, oh, ninety (laughs) eight percent. I've known I know many damn fine female anglers out Uh, there. I notice you have yet to come up with an answer, Cal. Randall, how do you They're feel about yours? They're not into the pomp of... Uh, Randall, are, are you covering your answer from right. Cal? It's no. Quite, quite visible there. Yeah. No, neither of them have anything oh, okay. written down We're yet. We're both thinking in our own separate ways. <laughs> if neither of us answer, do we both <laughs> I, I, I refuse to run. <laughs> Can we what get another question? What percentage of IGFA records have been caught by women? They don't have... Gender specific cat, like a men's large mouth and a women's large mouth. Not, not giving any hints about this question. It's what right. percentage of IGFA records have been caught by women? Well, how up to date is this? Because I just saw something with the lady with the giant bass in Texas today. <laughs> you think that might sway it? New world record, uh, potential new world record lake trout got caught in Colorado. Yeah, but a few that was a guy. Ago. So I guess yeah. those two. So that it bounces out. out. So <laughs> these two players have still not came up with an answer. I math. Randall, how we doing? Randall thinks it's a trick question. No, I, I just, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> Does anybody know how? Start the, with a uh, number between one and a hundred. What's today's mm-hmm. date? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
question. Cal, how's your answer? I wrote one down. Okay. Yeah. Based off of what I know uh, meat eaters' uh, metrics are. Randall, do you have an answer? Yes. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Christine saying 3%. Chester saying 22.7%. Brody saying 9.4%. Hillary saying 23.3%. Giannis saying 10.1, and the two competitors left, we have Cal saying 11.5, Randall saying 29.8. One of you is within one percentage point of the correct answer. The winner is Randall. The correct answer was 29%. God, you have no idea how much that means to me. (laughs) That number is in alignment with what you'd expect, given that about 31% of anglers are women. That's just a 2% difference between their representation on the water and in the record book. I uh, was at a conservation uh, fundraiser deal last weekend, and a fella came up to me and was like, you got to start doing better at trivia. (laughs) And I said, man, (laughs) you just don't understand that there's people in the room Uh who have a noticeable, palpable, physical need to win. (laughs) Who are those people? And I am not one of those people. (laughs) Who are those people, Cal? Well, they reveal themselves (laughs) from... Come on, Cal. Time to time. Steve, Brody, and Randall. (laughs) Thank you, Chester. (laughs) Randall, you get to choose where the $500 donation goes. So what's it going to be? How about the land access initiative? Okay, we haven't given to them in a while. Yeah. Cal, how is the LAI doing in 2023? Uh, We still got some cash in in the pot, which is sweet. And um, yeah, there's there's plenty of projects. So... um, also have access to a bunch of matching funds, which is really interesting. So it's great. So we can turn our seventy into one forty or a couple million, mm-hmm. probably. Projects in Maine and Montana so far. We'll have a third project. What at the end of this year, beginning of next year? Yeah. Yeah. More on that soon. Join us next time for more Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. Thanks, Spencer. Woohoo! Good game, Randall. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without your essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. Man, I was just in Hawaii and I had my Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie with me. And here's the deal. We're in and out of the water all the time, getting in to go spearfishing, getting out, taking the kids to the beach. I'm not going to mess around all day putting sunscreen on then having to get washed off. I just run a hoodie. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. This show is sponsored in part by BetterHelp. It is a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access 
to mental health support that they need and that meets them where they are and helps them get through challenges. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible. It's simple to use. You can connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.